Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Danielle. And we're from Femme Catholic. Femme Catholic is a media company reconciling women's real-life experiences with the truth of our faith. We began as a volunteer-based blog back in 2016, hosted a sold-out conference in Chicago in 2019. And then 2021 was a really big year. We formed an executive team who is passionate about our mission and brought on an editorial team, then completely revamped our website. Sam, why don't you tell people about why you started Femme Catholic? Sure. So I have always had a a feminist bone in my body, I would say. But I was raised Catholic too. And in college, I started reading about St. Edith Stein and some of the stuff that specifically Pope John Paul II had written. It really captivated me. And I was so interested because, especially Letter to Women, which people can Google, JP2 was just saying all of these incredibly pro-woman things that I had never heard in the church. And then after college, I ended up going to a Catholic Women's Leadership Conference called Given, where the purpose was to discern an action plan, like the unique thing that you could offer the world and the church. And I said, well, I have this real deep interest in feminism and our faith and what the church actually has taught us. And so I started that contributor-based blog, and it was actually on maternity leave at the time with my first. My day job was working in consulting. I was on maternity leave, and I launched this blog and then I went back to work and was yeah. super, super busy. But I had had a couple people reach out to me and say, hey, this is really interesting. I would love to write about this with you. So we we started this contributor-based blog. And I had a dream of putting on a conference. And so I know that's when you and I got in touch through our Yeah, that's our when friend. I entered the scene. <laughs> we had met at Given. And so we had connected earlier. But then in 2019, she wanted to have a conference I heard that she wanted to have a conference and I had a lot of event experience. So I was really excited to help out. I definitely needed your event experience. (laughs) Throwing a conference is no joke. It was so fun. We ended up selling out like two weeks before, right? Before the conference. Yeah. 400 people flew in from across the country in Chicago. So we could tell that the mission of Femme Catholic really resonated with people. And then last year, we formalized an executive team completely revamped our website, like you said, and we're discerning our next steps. And one of those is this maternity campaign. Yeah. How appropriate. Let's talk a little bit about that. (laughs) Sure. So why did we do this campaign? Why did we start this? Our team of nine has a Slack channel where we're just talking about things going on in the world. Lots of random things. Yeah. (laughs) The best things that we find. We send those out in our weekly newsletter, The Insight. But the topic of maternity leave kept coming up and... As we're posting different things, ding, those little slack, ding. And people with rapid fire, just it really resonated with them, the depth of this issue. And from all sides, it just seemed like maternity leave is such an important and key issue for women's equality and sort of acknowledging that women's bodies are different than men's. (laughs) So like the core feminist issue, right, that we have equal dignity, but... Our team was talking about this topic and somebody raised the fact that, you know, the church is so pro-family and pro-life. We were kind of surprised thinking the church isn't really handling this issue, though, any better than corporate America, because we all know that corporate America in the United States doesn't offer maternity leave, you know, like one in four companies offers leave. But given the church's pro-life, pro-family stance and all these things that we had read about women... We thought 
they really should be doing better. So we decided to do the research. One of our super talented journalists said, I want to investigate this. I want to, I want to find out what's going on. Like maybe the church does offer maternity leave and we just haven't heard about it. So she put together a team and did this big project to investigate. They contacted, reached out to every single diocese in the United States. It was a big job. <laughs> did you realize there's 176 dioceses? No, I would have never guessed there was that many. Yeah, it's, I didn't know that. So um, they reached out to every single one to find out what their maternity policy was. And what they found was that 63 dioceses, so like about a third, have any kind of paid maternity or family leave policy. Only four, only four dioceses out of 176 pay for 12 weeks paid fully maternity leave policy. And I know when I had, I've had three kids and my first, I had 22 weeks paid, which is wow unheard of in the United States. That consulting that firm. Generous. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I needed it. It was really, I really do think it was great. And with my second, I was able to take 14 weeks paid because you had switched companies. Yeah, I had definitely. switched companies. Yeah. Yeah. That felt fast. And I know, again, that that's incredibly generous for what most people get. So with this campaign, what we realized was that the diocese that had provided a policy to their employees, the diocese that began to offer a policy did so because somebody had raised the issue in the diocese. So our super talented journalist, she and her team put together this incredible piece, the full report on the state of maternity leave in the United States, which you can read on our website. And it has so insightful. Yeah, it has all the data. It has just so many stories. And the thing that was fascinating to me is that the diocese that offered leave, like there's four dioceses in the United States that offer 12 weeks fully paid. The diocese that offer leave aren't doing that because they are the wealthiest diocese, you might think, or they're doing it because people in their diocese raised the issue and they responded. Yeah, it was brought to their attention. Yeah, they responded, which is just so beautiful and encouraging to me. Yeah, and that's really where this campaign came from then, that we wanted to help other women in other dioceses start this conversation because maybe it's just something that is not being talked about. Bishops are very busy, right? We know. <laughs> we know. They, they got a lot going a on. Lot, yeah. I'm only responsible for three little people in my house, <laughs> and I can only imagine <laughs> how busy you are running a whole diocese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we have seen, right, even in just, just the four that we were able to talk to people in those dioceses who have these good, well, I'll call them good maternity leaves, that awareness leads to results. And so we want to help build awareness. We want to help both those who are making the policies have awareness and also those who are on the receiving end who are working for the church have oh no awareness of of what could be and also what the church teaches, right? What we've heard popes say, what various church teachings are, what the word is on maternity leave. Yeah. It was so important to us that we grounded this in church teaching, and we're calling the campaign Building a Civilization of Love, which sounds very churchy, sounds very Catholic, (laughs) but it actually comes from Letter to Women, and one of 
these great feminist JP2 quotes where he's saying that maternity leave is something the church should provide, something the church should support. What he says in Letter to Women is, much remains to be done to prevent discrimination against those who have chosen to be wives and mothers. I love this part. This is a matter of justice, but also of necessity. It will force systems to be redesigned in a way that which favors the processes of humanization, which mark the civilization of love. He puts in quotes, civilization of love. So that is why we call this campaign civilization of love, because he says we have to prevent that discrimination against women. This is what our bodies do. This is the church has been very clear in supporting that men and women are different. Women's bodies function differently. And this is a matter of justice, but also of necessity, because if women's bo- this is what women's bodies do, we have to support that and acknowledge that. And I just love how clear he is that he says it will force systems to be redesigned in a way which favors humanization because we've all seen like there's more and more conversations about American culture and American corporate culture and the need for that to be more humanizing. JP2 is calling for it and the church really has an opportunity to be a prophetic voice and to be a leader in this way. Yeah, and truly the church can be part of this building the civilization of love. That's what we want. That's what we want to see in our society. And so we know that all things are answered by the Catholic Church. And we want them to answer this, that um, we can build this civilization of love through the policies that the diocese have. Yeah. And just imagine how powerful that could be for all 176 dioceses. Catholic, there's Catholic churches across the country, Catholic dioceses across the country, what a way to witness to the world in walk the walk. our faith. Yeah. And and just actually, what does it look like to support families? It's one thing to talk about that. Everyone knows the Catholic Church talks about that. And I think in other ways, the Catholic Church is really good at supporting people in need, right? We see that. Mm-hmm. We know that the Catholic Church is the biggest charitable organization in the world. Yeah, right? Catholic they Charities. They more money. <laughs> Catholic than Relief at- Services. Absolutely. So we see this played out in other places really, really well. And that's why we would love for them to discern, to change their policies, to see it played out there too. Yeah. That's why our petition specifically asks for just prayer, that people will pray for the discernment of the HR directors and the bishops and those who make policies in their diocese to take what the Catholic Church says and put it into their policies, put it into action. Yeah, because I think, you know, the generation of women, millennial women, is unlike any other generation of women before. Women are more educated than ever before. Women are working. Households are majority, both parents working. Like, times have changed quite a bit, and these policies need to develop. We're seeing them develop all across the country. And they need to develop in the church, too. So we did this report. We launched this campaign. And then as part of the campaign, we are asking, we're calling on the whole church to raise awareness for this and sign our letter to the bishops, explaining that and asking for the bishops to prayerfully reconsider their policies and look at JP2's words, look at all of the theology behind this, all of the 
medical research we have around this, you and I both know there's a lot that goes into birth and postpartum, and it's not a nice to have. This is a really critical medical issue. Absolutely. And then for companies too, like building a company culture that reflects their values. There's just so much to talk about. And I'm excited in future episodes to talk about all these pieces of it in the next couple episodes of this mini series. So for those listeners who haven't read the report or don't know much about the campaign, what can they do next? So you can go to our website, femcatholic.com slash paid dash leave. And you can start with the report, read the research, look at the data, look up your diocese, see what the policy is for your diocese. And note that that's just for the diocesan office. So there are there is some details in there about who it actually applies to, whether it applies to Catholic schools or not, because that's obviously an important piece. But you can look up the report, you can look up your own diocese, and then add your name to the petition. Share with a friend, share with three friends, share with your parish, your family. Um, we want to demonstrate to the bishops the number of people who care about this issue, the number of women and families impacted by this issue. And if you have a personal story, if you have been impacted or somebody that you know has been impacted, send us your story. Send us an email at femcatholic at gmail.com. We're continuing to publish pieces talking about the different aspects of this issue. And we would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Femme Catholic podcast about building a civilization of love, our campaign for better paid family leave policies in the Catholic Church. Learn more about our work at femcatholic.com and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.